Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. So today we're on the line. I have 2020 NHL draft pack draft prospect Sam Colangelo. Uh, before we get into it, Sam, let's just get into how are you doing today? Uh, today has been going pretty well. I had an uh, NHL interview this morning, and then uh, just kind of chilled out, uh, ate some lunch, and then now I'm here. So today's been going pretty well. But yeah, this this during these times, everything's been going pretty well. It's uh, obviously pretty crazy, but just trying to stay active and stuff. So. Uh, so first question is, uh, who influenced you to start hockey? Uh, my dad had me on skates when I was like 13 months old, so I was pretty young. So uh, I'd say he got me into it pretty uh, pretty young age. And uh, so I guess you're, would you say that, um, did your dad ever show you any like uh, highlights so that you would get familiar with the game? Uh, yeah, he actually, we own, we, uh, like our, our family owns sports bars. Uh, that's our kind of our bit, like our family business. And uh one of them we used to own was right next to the TD Garden in Boston. So he actually used to get free tickets uh, to Bruins games basically my whole entire life. So he's kind of just always bringing me to those games. It's a pretty young age, and I kind of just fell in love with the game. Did trying to raise your draft stock uh, draft stock at all phase you during your junior season? Um, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't really say raising my draft stock was something that like um, I thought about too much. Like I have a range of where I think where I think I'm going to go and where I think I, I deserve to go, um, but. I mean, the draft's pretty much a one-day thing, and then after that, it's just kind of getting back to work. But uh, obviously, it was a pretty cool day for my family, and uh, I have kind of an expectation, But uh, and I worked hard to get to this spot, but uh, I don't think about it too much. How have you been able to stay mentally strong during uh, your junior season? Yeah, I mean, just knowing that, like, if I work hard during the week, I'll be confident going into the weekend. Um, I think just um, maybe if I have a bad game, just – sitting back and looking at what I could have done better, watching video and stuff like that, and just uh, striving to get better each day. Athletes deal with uh, lots of up and ups and downs during the season. How do you remain balanced? Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, this season was pretty – we were pretty fortunate. I was on a pretty good team. Uh, we only lost like seven games. So, uh, as a team, it was pretty easy to, to not really get down too often. But, I mean, if you don't lose very often, you lose like once every couple of months. Like when you do lose, it's kind of an eye-opener. And – uh, we went through a phase like that this year. We actually got swept. Uh, I think it was like sort of right after Christmas break. And, and personally, I actually thought I played like pretty well. But as a team, like we had to look, like take a step back and realize what we could have done better that weekend. And uh, just like I said, just getting back to work each week and getting ready for the weekend. So you said that you guys got swept right after the Christmas break. Were there other any challenges that you guys faced, even though we lost seven games? Uh, I'd say at the beginning of the year, like we weren't like we were such a skilled team that. Uh, we kind of got away with it, like, sometimes they'll playing a team game. And, um, I think that's something we improved on, like, drastically throughout the year. But maybe in the beginning of the year, like, we weren't even playing, like, that good of hockey. But we just were getting kind of lucky and coming away with uh, coming away with wins. But uh, I think as the year went along, we, we started to play better as a team and kind of dominate the game. When did you realize that you had a legitimate shot to make the NHL? Uh, I mean, I think since I was a pretty young kid, I was always a pretty good player around here. But uh, I'd say probably, like, the last – two years I uh, kind of try to make a name for myself and uh, just work as hard as I can but then I, I think uh, maybe being it this year I kind of realized how good I can be if, if I work hard and continue to work hard over the next couple of years but uh, yeah I'd say like maybe a lot coming into the season I, I kind of had that expectation to get drafted and hopefully play in the NHL someday. You had a great season uh, 28 goals 38 30 assists for 58 points in 44 games what was the biggest factor in helping you grow your game? Uh, I mean, 
like the points wouldn't have happened without my like my teammates and line mates. Uh, like my two line mates to end the year, uh, both in they're both 100% going to get drafted this year. And Sean Farrell, Sean Farrell and Brendan Brisson, um, they're two of my best friends. But then our coaching staff was, I'd say, second to none in junior hockey, and uh, they developed us a lot throughout the year. And I, I'm definitely a way better player now than I was in September. Um, so they helped me a lot, and playing with great players helps as well. Will you ever connect with your buddies after the draft? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of funny. Like, we had all, like, I know, like, we were all planning on going to the draft. Uh, like, a bunch of, like, I know at least three or four of us from our team. So that was kind of something that would have been a pretty cool thing to do. It's kind of something I dreamed of since I was a pretty young kid. But uh, now that it's online, I mean, I still see, talk to all my friends every day. Like, me and Briss were FaceTiming last night. Uh, we A bunch of us play video games. So, um, and then, like, other guys from my team, like Liam Devlin's one of my best friends from home as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll still talk to all my friends. I mean, no matter what the draft, like, what the, without the draft or with the draft, whether they get drafted or not, like, just we're friends off the ice, and that's kind of all that matters. You played at the World uh, Junior A Challenge. What was mm-hmm. that experience like? Uh, that was pretty cool. It was the second time I'd got to wear uh, the USA jersey, and, I mean, like, that, that feeling of putting that on um, – being from being from the U.S. and growing up and growing up here my whole life is, is definitely second to none. Uh, representing your country is probably the best feeling you could you could have as a player, other than winning a Stanley Cup. And um, yeah, it was it was a good experience. I mean, we didn't win gold, but we didn't lose a game in regulation. So uh, the, if you tell someone those two things, that usually doesn't add up. But uh, it was a great experience, and I'm thankful thankful to be uh, be on that team. Did you ever feel the rivalries when you donned the USA jersey? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously, like when you think of USA, you think of USA Canada as a rivalry. And um, when I played at the Holinka tournament a couple of years ago, uh, we had a pretty controversial like call um, versus Canada. Like they scored after after the buzzer and they called it a goal. So, I mean, that just kind of kind of fueled the rivalry for me a little bit more. Like obviously, we kind of got, uh, I guess you could say, gypped. And um, this year, I think at the Junior A Challenge, like there was two Canada teams, so it was a bit different. Like you weren't playing all of Canada, but every time you play you play against Canada, like it's you're going pretty hard. And then also, I think a little like underrated rivalry is Russia. Like us and the Russians, what I wouldn't say get along too well, and uh, that's a rivalry I got to experience, and uh, I was fortunate to come out on top of that one. How often have you watched the clip where Canada scored after the buzzer? Uh, I think like. I mean, right after that tournament, it was like all over Twitter and stuff like that. So obviously, I saw it quite a bit, but uh, I've watched it probably a couple times like since then. And obviously, it kind of uh, frustrates me every time. But um, it was a dream to play in that tournament, and uh, it was a cool experience. And um, obviously, I wish it kind of ended differently, but I've watched it a couple times. Uh, you know, unfortunately, hockey has been postponed due to the coronavirus. Uh, how has that impacted your draft preparation? Uh, I think, I mean, like we still had 13 games left and then playoffs. So I still had a little bit more. I think I could have proven and, um, but I thought I did pretty much everything I could besides a couple things I could continue to work on. I mean, to get my name, name out there and get my name pretty high in those lists. And I think that's something I did. Um, I think I've kind of just been working out at home, uh, a couple, like one rink nearby just kind of open. So I've skated a couple of times and, uh, there's a gym nearby that kind of got into a, luckily a couple times but other than that just kind of staying home and working out at home but uh obviously i was gonna go or not obviously but i was gonna go to the combine and obviously that's kind of like a for someone in their draft year that's kind of a kind of a check mark thing and uh it's a dream that i I wanted to make the combine and i was happy enough fortunate enough to make it but 
uh, that's not really a thing anymore. So just kind of doing interviews uh, through Zoom. And, you know, it's obviously it's unprecedented times, and I don't even really know when the draft's going to be. So um, it's not really what I dreamed of, but uh, it's still a cool experience. So there's three types of teams you're going to get drafted to. A contender, a tweener, which is a team on the brink of making the playoffs or missing the playoffs, and, or a rebuilding team. Mm-hmm. Which one of those three teams would you want to get drafted to? I mean, I don't know, like, getting drafted to any team in the NHL is a dream of mine, but I actually read an article a couple weeks ago, and it was uh, Tyler Sagan, who was, like, one of my favorite players when he played for the Bruins because I was a young kid, and he got drafted second overall. So um, I read an article, and he said that, like, he didn't really – he won a Stanley Cup in his first year in the NHL, but he didn't really have an appreciation for it like some of the other guys did because they had worked their whole careers for it, and he just kind of got thrown into the mix. And uh, now that he's back, now that he, he's in Dallas and he's working hard there, like, kind of has a greater appreciation for it. And he said that it might even feel better when, when at this time, now that he really knows like how much work he's put in to get there. But uh, I mean, obviously one of the Stanley Cups, a dream of mine. So I can't really choose one of those teams, but uh, any team that drafts me, I think uh, uh, it would be a dream come true to win the Stanley Cup with that team for them believing in me. What do you hope to bring to that team that drafts you? Well, I think I'm an offensive forward, uh, highly skilled forward. It was a great shot. Uh, I think I can put up points offensively, but I think I, uh, I can also help out in the D zone and play in all situations, but uh, just continue to work hard and uh, get better and hopefully play in the NHL someday. How much preparation goes into your games? I mean, like throughout the week, like in Chicago this year, we'd be at the rink pretty much from nine to five every single day. So uh, I'd say a lot of preparation, like but on game days, like I'm, I wouldn't say I'm the most superstitious guy. I have a couple like routines I like to do, but uh, just like watching video throughout the week and stuff like that uh, helps prepare me for the weekend. You're committed to Northeastern, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what played into your decision to continue your hockey there? Yeah, I live 20 minutes away from Northeastern, so uh, that was kind of a no-brainer uh, in a sense. And you kind of grow up wanting to go to one of the four uh, Beanpot schools, Beanpot's tournament every year in Boston, where all the four Boston schools play against each other, and it's pretty rival and uh, pretty rival tournament, and it's got a lot of history to it, so. I grew up always wanting to play in that, and uh, Northeastern was the first school I ever toured, and I didn't commit there until about a year later. So, um, just I've built a really, really close relationship with the staff, and uh, they seem like they believe in me. So, uh, I, it's kind of a no-brainer for me. To stay healthy throughout the whole season, players recommend choosing a diet. Do you follow any diets? Uh, no, like not anything particularly. But uh, over the past like year or so, I've kind of taken nutrition a lot more seriously, making sure I'm eating healthy, but um i wouldn't say like it's a plant-based diet or anything like that like nothing particularly but just making sure putting good things in my body uh who do you like to model your game after uh one guy i like have watched a ton of this year was casper kapanen on the leafs um i like to watch him a lot uh guys like james van reemsdyke mark shifley Uh, i'd say those three guys if i could take parts of their games and put them together to, to mine it's definitely beneficial they're all they're all pretty much stars in the nhl so would you ever get nervous lining up against one of the players you model your game after? Yeah, I mean, like, I actually got asked that question yesterday. I did something with the, with the oh. Steel. It was like a fan webinar thing. And so, like, I think it was a little bit similar of a question. It was a little bit different. But it was like, uh, who would you, like, most want to meet uh, when you get into the league and if you make the NHL? And I guess, like, I guess I'd be probably more nervous going against, like, Crosby or Ovechkin because, like, they're the two, like, most famous kids when you're a little kid. But... Yeah, I mean, like, saying I model a game for someone and lining, lining up against them would be, like, a pretty cool thing to do. But, yeah, I mean, I think I'm a pretty confident kid, and 
if I'm playing against them, it's all business. But uh, you know, it'd be cool to like meet them after and uh, talk to them what they think and stuff like that. Final question here: uh, Do you have any advice for aspiring hockey players that may look up to you one day? Yeah, I think. I mean, uh, I know I talk to, like a lot of the young kids around here, but uh, just like work hard every single day and never give up on yourself. Like I know I went through like a year or two where I kind of fell off a little bit because I didn't hit puberty um, until a little bit after some other kids and. I mean, just believing yourself is probably the most important thing, and not not in the like bad way. Like, don't be cocky, but be confident and like be, be a confident kid and work hard every single day. Um, do the little things and work hard when no one's watching. All right, well, that'll do it on this edition of the podcast. I'd like to thank Sam Colangelo again for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having me.